Welcome to Intrapod, a podcast by Intrapride where the world comes together for the LGBTQIA community. I'm Michelle Miao, your host. We're ending 2022 with a highlight reel of some of the most impactful interviews we've done this year. Thank you to so many of you who've contributed to this podcast and all those who were courageous enough to share their stories. We're so grateful for you and the work that you do for our LGBTQIA community. Before we get to the highlight reel, here's Michael Lavers with the Washington Blade and Global LGBTQIA News. This is Michael Lavers, and I'm the international news editor for the Washington Blade, America's LGBTQI news source. LGBTQI news certainly dominated headlines in 2022. Here are a few stories of note from the previous year. Russian authorities in February detained WNBA star Brittany Griner, a Phoenix Mercury Center and two-time Olympic gold medalist who was married to her wife, Sherelle Griner, after they found vape canisters with cannabis oil in her luggage at a Moscow airport. A Russian court later convicted her of importing illegal drugs into the country and sentenced her to a nine-year prison sentence in a penal colony. Brittany Griner returned to the U.S. on December 9th after Russia released her in exchange for convicted arms dealer Victor Boots. Russia's war against Ukraine prompted millions of people to flee their country after the conflict began on February 24th. One of those who fled Ukraine is Dmitry Shapovol, a gay man with HIV, who swam across a river and entered Poland in March. Shapovol now lives in Berlin with his cat and has begun the process of resettling in Germany. Many LGBTQI activists have opted to remain in Ukraine and they continue to provide supplies and other vital services to their brothers and sisters. Kyiv Pride, Kharkiv Pride, and Insight are among the myriad organizations that continue to support LGBTQI Ukrainians. Qatar's LGBTQI rights record overshadowed the 2022 World Cup that ended on December 18th. A gunman on November 19th killed five people and wounded nearly two dozen others inside Club Q, an LGBTQI nightclub in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The British government in April canceled an LGBTQI rights conference that was to have taken place over the summer because then-Prime Minister Boris Johnson's decision to exclude transgender people from a bill to ban so-called conversion therapy sparked calls for a boycott. Other far more positive headlines for the LGBTQI community did make headlines in 2022. Singapore, Barbados, St. Kitts and Nevis, and Antigua and Barbuda in 2022 decriminalized consensual same-sex sexual relations. Cuba, Slovenia, Switzerland, and Chile this year extended marriage rights to same-sex couples. Same-sex couples are now able to legally marry throughout Mexico. A court on December 6 ruled Aruba and Curaçao must allow same-sex couples to marry. A landmark intersex rights law took effect in Kenya in July. Voters in Brazil on October 2nd elected two trans women, Erika Hilton and Dura Salaber, to the country's Congress. This is Michael Labors from the Washington Blade. Please visit us at WashingtonBlade.com if you would like to get more news about LGBTQI rights around the world. Hi, my name is Yulia. I'm using the pronouns she, her, and I'm the president of Warsaw Pride in Poland. The questions of how do you feel, they are not helping. The better question is, what can I do to help? I think that both prides in Kyiv and Kharkov, they are doing the best they can. Of course, they are making the fundraisers for the military uh, because this is, as far as I know, the basic need right now is to support people with 
um, equipment, but also they are um, the channel of communication to all of the people from the whole country, the one that are staying and just need a group support and just to talk to someone, but also the one that are trying to flee the country to move to another country to cross the border. Uh, so I think that they are doing tremendous work. Uh, I can't imagine being in their position. Just I feel really, really proud uh, that I can call some of them my friends. Hi, my name is uh, Fong. Uh, my pronouns is uh, he, him, uh, and I'm currently working with uh, IC, the Institute for Studies of Economy, um, Environment and Society. So we are a local NGO working for human rights in Vietnam, including LGBTIQ rights. And I'm currently managing the LGBTI rights program. The number of cases we receive uh, that, you know, concerns LGBTIQ people getting, being forced to get treatment from hospitals, or we are seeing uh, an increase in parents going to us to ask uh, about, you know, their child coming out, uh, where can I uh, get them to, to kind of treat this disease, quote unquote. Uh, we are also uh, saw seeing at the time we were seeing um, a lot of uh, some advertising from, from hospitals or from service provider providing service to, you know, uh, cure the gay disease or, you know, do treatment, offering treatment to, to uh, revert them back to normal. So I, I think we, we saw that and, and saw the opportunity to, to do a campaign uh, to, to bring up these issues uh, that has always been underlying uh, in, in Vietnam, you know, the issues of seeing LGBTIQ people as a disease uh, and really do a big public campaign about it. And uh, we were very lucky to, uh, to partner with a, a creative agency from Singapore, actually. So, uh, so this is kind of a Vietnamese-Singaporean collaborations. Uh, and together we, we did a campaign, a public campaign surrounding the idea of, you know, if being LGBTIQ is really a disease, then we should be entitled to sick leave. You know, you should be able to call in and ask for days, days off, sick day off, because you are gay. And we kind of put that to the test, uh, got a bunch of volunteer to actually call in to, to their supervisors to, you know, ask for, for days off because they are gay. So that was a big success. Uh, we got a lot of signatures and sent that signatures to uh, WHO in Vietnam. WHO in Vietnam, after a period of advocacy, uh, respond. Uh, to affirm uh, Vietnamese, uh, the, the Vietnamese public, that being LGBTIQ is not a disease. My name is Dr. Nas Mohammed. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, his, uh, they, them, theirs. I'm non-binary, I'm gay. Um, I'm a physician living in San Francisco, California. This year, I, I came out very publicly on BBC News, English and Arabic. Qatar cares so much about their PR and they would be willing actually to extend a lot of privileges to everybody for the sake of business and PR and connections while not extending the same courtesy to us at home. And 
it is shockingly striking to see that our voices are lacking in this debate. Only Qatari officials are allowed to speak up. None of the citizens can come up and speak on the issue. And who on any in any like segment or any topic has a 100% satisfaction rate on anything, right? With no like other point of view. And Qatar projects that right now because having the other point of view expressed is a cyber crime and by law. So citizens cannot actually go out and express an opposing view to what the regime wants in Qatar um, and the dictatorship without getting in trouble on any topic in general, let alone LGBT rights. And when they say we are going to let, like get, everybody is welcome and they always add the qualifier, but you have to respect our tradition when, whenever they make that statement, the, that kind of like gives them the wiggle room to, you know, get away with any incidents that may happen when fans do actually show up um, at the World Cup. And I have a couple of thoughts about that. One, it isolate, isolates us even more, right? So because they want to con maintain control over us. So when they say, we will give you the rights that you want, but that's it. Stay there and keep us at home without anybody advocating for us. So it is in a way isolating us. The other thought I have is I disagree with them, actually. Um, I agree that they don't have the resources to go hunting LGBT people during the tournament. But in that bubble, people don't even understand what being an LGBT person is. People get persecuted, honestly, and gay bashed if they have different gender expressions. So how are they? I don't know how they're going to um, protect these fans when they go in. Yes, they're not going to go attack them because they are really worried about their PR and they don't have resources right now during the competition to do this, but they're also not going to go out of their way to protect them. And then that how, that's how that's their ticket out. Then they would say that person didn't respect their tradition and culture. The qualifier, the, the vague qualifier they add to that statement. Uh, my name is Lee Robinson. I use uh, they and them pronouns. And um, I am an actor, uh, a writer, an educator. I do some work in diversity, equity, and inclusion as well uh, when I'm not doing the acting work. So I do a lot of different types of things. I feel like society goes through a lot of different types of iterations, right? I think that visibility is very important. Inclusion is very important. As a small kid, that kid I, I talked about earlier, growing up in Kentucky, I didn't have a whole lot around me that would let me see myself and let me see myself in a way that I could feel like, hey, you know what? I'm actually okay. This is okay. There are other people in this world like me and I belong here. So back to this importance of this day and importance of visibility and the importance of those of us who can be visible and those of us who can have a voice in the value of that to take that opportunity and take on that responsibility. Thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts to all of you who have made Interpod so special in the year 2022. Thanks to all of you who have tuned in and supported the podcast. To hear all of our episodes, you can head to interpride.org. There, you can also learn about the work that we do, such as the grants that we give out, ways to become a member, the World Conference, and so much more. 
Thanks again for joining us in the year 2022. I'm Michelle Miao, host of Interpod, a podcast by Interpride, where the world comes together for the LGBTQIA community.